Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate Cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. We're going to begin, though, with Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Black Friday yesterday, Cyber Monday on Monday, of course, millions of people going shopping mad and millions booking off in sick in the United States and Canada um, yesterday and apparently on Monday as well. And why are shoppers so aggressive on Black Friday? I was reading in a number of stories today that there have been fights, not in Canada, but fist fights in the United States and People just really nasty with each other. We've heard that over the years. Why do people take on a mob mentality which sees long overnight queuing to get into stores, followed by displays of these, this anger I just mentioned, and people actually getting trampled by stampeding mobs of shoppers? One of the reasons is emotional contagion, says Dr. Frank Farley, psychology professor at Temple University, past president of the American Psychological Association and president-elect of the Society for the Study of Peace, Conflict, and Violence. Dr. Farley is a contributor to this program. Frank, uh, thank you very much for taking the time. So uh, let's get right at it. What What's going on? What's emotional contagion? <laughs> well, you know what you have, Roy, on, on Black Friday is people who have very strong motivation coming up against people who have very strong motivation. And um, there's a finite supply of the things they want, and so they want them. And uh, so they put forth all this effort. Some of them sleep out, you know, overnight, et cetera, to get in on the earliest bargains. And uh, inventory is not limitless. And so, uh, you know, you have the, a powder keg, basically. Emotional contagion, you know, you, uh, somebody might uh, throw a punch, and that's happened. Uh, no question about it. And so there's a physical expression of, of the aggression that, you know, and, and, and the competitiveness and the strong motivation. And, um, and others may pile on. We've seen it in flash mobs. Uh, we've seen it in um, fan behavior after a sporting event. You know, somebody knocks over a street lamp, and then pretty soon everybody piles on and starts knocking over street lamps, tearing up benches, etc. So the general ter- one general term for that is emotional contagion. Um, you know, our emotions can be contagious. Uh, if, if you start to laugh and someone else starts to laugh, pretty soon a lot of people will laugh. And there's a, there are societies in India, laughing societies, which all they do is get together and laugh. And afterwards they feel terrific. But it's not as if, you know, you've got some comedian there telling them jokes or anything. I mean, you may have a sort of master or mistress of ceremony, but basically someone starts to laugh, everybody starts to laugh. You can get the same thing on the negative side, you know, and, and tears and, and people start to, to cry over a situation. And we've seen that many times in post-traumatic uh, 
activities, you know, and interviews of people who have been through an awful uh, situation, and so other people will begin crying, and, and that's an expression of empathy, but also this, this emotional contagion. In, um, I, I can understand that. I can understand the laughing, perhaps, and the crying, but we're talking about sales flyers here. We're talking about people going into a store and maybe getting a few bucks off or more than a few bucks off on, a, on, on the headphones or, or some electronic device or a vacuum cleaner or, or something, Frank. And first of all, you know, you line up for hours and hours and hours. I don't get that part. I wouldn't line up for anything for more than 20 minutes. Um, and then you get into the store and you become so so um, unfocused that you actually would attack somebody else physically over some item that you're saving a couple of bucks on. Yep. Uh, we love things, though, Roy. And, um, you know, in, in the course of evolution, tools have become enormously important. You know, when we started to create tools, they suddenly gave us enormous strength and control over our world. And... What's the most important tool of the 21st century? Electronics. What's one of the biggest targets in, uh, in Black Friday and, and Cyber Monday? Electronics. So in a sense, uh, you, you know, you can't live in the 21st century without engaging electronics. No, I, I understand that. Um, but we're talking about items that you buy at, in, a, in a retail outlet. They're going to be on sale at other times of the year. People don't behave insanely. I remember the Cabbage Patch doll situation where mothers would get into fistfights over the few remaining Cabbage Patch dolls for their kids. I guess it's the same the same situation, but does the just you know the 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 restraints that we place on ourselves fundamentally, personally, on our behavior, and we do place restraints on our behavior. Otherwise, we would be probably misbehaving more, uh, why do those restraints disappear? Is it, again, the emotional contagion? Person A does something, so persons B, C, and D follow? Sure. And we have another term, social facilitation, which is somewhat like that, you know, where some social activities get going and everybody joins in. But impulse control is a, a very interesting characteristic of humans. And some people... A lot of people have trouble with impulse control. They lose their temper or they, you know, drive erratically or they drink too much or they get into arguments too readily. And the consequences of, of poor impulse control can be seen in, in tens of thousands of people in prisons and who just lost, didn't, didn't have good impulse control. And it's a deep quality, the ability to control your impulses. And so my guess is a lot of the people who do pile on to Black Friday, or, or at least who get into the aggressive side of it, yeah. may have some of that impulse control issue. But we also lie to our employers. We hear that millions of people book off even though they're not sick, so they can go and participate in Black Friday or stay home and participate on Cyber Monday. So it brings out some of the worst behavior in, 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 in so many of us, not all of us, but in many of us it just brings out the worst possible Sets of behavior. True. And um, do I want to but, be living with these people? <laughs> do I want? Do I want them sitting beside me at an intersection, Frank? <laughs> well, you know, yes. At one level, it's it's uh, 
very poor behavior. At another level, it's understandable, you know, we're in a bad economic phase at this moment. And uh, look, saving something, I, I bought a computer on Black Friday. And literally, I knew what the original price was. I saved, you know, 200 and almost $300. Did you get in a tugging match over it? <laughs> no, actually, I didn't. Um, uh, I went at a time when I think most of the tugging matches were over and uh, the crowd had thinned. But, you know, $300 to a professor, that's good stuff. Well, that is good stuff. That's good stuff for anybody. But, you know, sure. get, get, people getting into fights over this stuff is absolutely insane. It is. And it's literally know, insane. We must point our finger a little bit at the retailers as well. You know, they know what's going to happen on Black Friday. It's just been, you know, trumpeted for weeks. They need to really have sufficient inventory and sufficient staff to deal with this. What you have is huge crowds converging on a very tiny space, and that's always a risk. Tell me one other thing, Frank. Why do people line up overnight for anything you get people with tents. You get people with little portable heating units. You get you get people with sleeping bags and thermoses, and they and they'll brag about getting there early. I don't understand that. I think it's fun for a lot of people, honestly. You know, our lives are pretty humdrum. Um, you know, you're a star and you're in the oh, media, yeah. but you know, the rest of us, our lives are I think are relatively humdrum, nine to five, you know, and so on. And, um, you know, this is different. It stands out. So it gives it a kind of cachet. Dr. Farley, I'm the furthest thing from a star. (laughs) I'm the furthest thing from a star. I'm one of those winked-out stars. (laughs) 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 But but I suppose there's there's an element of excitement that could be there, just, you know, waiting to be the first in line, charging through the door with the hordes behind you, ready to trample you the minute you lay your finger on anything. Well, you never know who you meet there, you know? If you remember Annie <laughs> Hall and the long, long lineup for the movie, and who was in the lineup? Uh, Marshall McLuhan. You remember that famous yeah, yeah. conversation between he and, and Woody Allen lined up to see this movie? And it's become a kind of a classic piece uh, okay. in, in movie dumb. And, um, you know, you never know who you'll meet. And I think for a lot of people, it's really kind of fun. Okay. Frank, it's always fun talking to you. Thank you very much for uh, spending the time with us, and I'm glad you didn't get trampled or hurt in any way getting that $300 saving on your computer. (laughs) Thanks. Now all you have to do is program the thing. (laughs) That's next. (laughs) Dr. Frank Farley on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network.